happen with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor, Nebraska Football Hall of Famer. Blitz is on. Taylor picks it up. Fires. Touchdown, Nebraska. Canadian Football League Grey Cup champion. Taylor again, wide open. And first-team All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Five for Steve Taylor. That is a new Nebraska record. Two-time Nebraska high school track and field state runner-up and two-time captain for the University of Nebraska Kearney track and field team, Enrique Alvarez-Clary, better known as Rico. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Rappin' with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Well, you might be able to tell by my voice, I am not Rico. Rico is off and running out to Tampa for the uh, Final Four in women's volleyball. Of course, Nebraska is set to take on Pitt tomorrow. And then, of course, as 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 it would just happen, they will play the winner of Wisconsin and Texas. Seems like always Wisconsin or Texas is there on the other end uh, hey. to be a thorn in Nebraska's side. But you kind of like that story so you can kind of overcome your enemy, right? That's, that's what you want. You want the best. And... uh I got a little thing going with some friends of mine that are at Texas, so um, we'll see if Texas can prevail. Yeah. And uh, I'd rather play, play Texas than Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? I mean, it's, it's tough to beat a team two or three times throughout the course of the year. Yeah. And Wisconsin is, some reason, they... Just have our number most they of have the time. Our, well, I don't want to yeah. say they have our number, but they've been a very, very tough competitor. Yeah. So, and I think uh, I think Texas is not as good as Wisconsin. But you never know when you play the game. So, but I would prefer to play Texas. Yeah, and the whole you know Jordan Larson uh, situation oh, would yeah, be kind I of interesting about, oh, there. Oh yeah, that yeah. would be her ex. Her yeah, ex is still there, and <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I don't want to go there with that, but uh, you know Nebraska don't like Texas anyway. From what I understand, so yeah, yeah, no, Nebraska hates Texas. We also hate Wisconsin. Um, so it's it's you know, kind of it's kind of interesting. Yeah, but I like our chances anyway. I do. I mean, yeah. This, 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 that squad has just been amazing. Yeah, number one overall. They should be called. They should be called the Fab, not the Fab Five. How many? How many, how many players do you have in volleyball? Six, <laughs> six, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The Fab Six is what they should be. There called. There you go. I guess. Yeah. They, I guess they got a couple transfers, so yeah. Technically, they're not all freshmen. Well, we'll see. Yeah, but they are young, and it'll be it'll be exciting yeah, to watch them kind of grow in front of our eyes. If you can start with a championship, uh, that would be nice. Um, how, how big of a volleyball fan are you? You get to you get to watch some of the games. <laughs> I'm not a very big fan. Yeah, I mean, I I support him and I love it and I like him. I I, I prefer to watch that, but uh, I'm I'm not a I'm not a fan of too much of anything. Mm. I'm a supporter. Yeah, but only thing that I I love to watch. I love to watch the playoffs and anything. Yeah. Basketball, football, hockey. I watch playoffs just because it's just exciting, you know. Yeah. Even the World Series and that kind of stuff. Um, I would say golf. Mm. If I had to pick to watch something, it would probably be golf. Mm. Yeah. And plus, it, I can take a four-hour nap. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you miss something, you wake up and kind of catch up quickly. No, no but I've never really, for some reason, like when I was a kid, you know, my team was the Sixers and Philadelphia um, and then um, the Los Angeles Raiders, you know. Mm. You know Kenny's. Kenny, Kenny the Snake Stabler was one of my idols and stuff like that. But now I was more of just a player. I just played and yeah. appreciate what they do, and I support them. Well, I like what yeah. you say because I'm kind of I'm kind of the same way. I think a lot of Nebraska fans are at least for volleyball. It's like 
we kind of, you know, volleyball is big enough around here. We've watched a match or two in the yeah. last several years, but I would hesitate to call myself an expert or anything. <laughs> no, so I, I kind I, of, you know, half the time when the a tip kind of goes out of bounds or something like that, I'm just kind yeah. of waiting and telling the TV commentator to tell me, you know, what happened here. Yeah, and I, again, I, I, I kind of, I kind of get it. You know, I get the most of it, but yeah. you know, I don't. It's just it's different because my wife knows it all, like the rotation and. Mm. specialty players and liberals and all that and hit outs and all that kind of stuff. I mean, my daughter's played, mm, yeah. you know, but um, I'm just not into, into it like that. I'm not into anything like that for the most part. Um, but I do love it. I support it and appreciate it and what they do and their skill level and all that stuff. But, you know, um, I'm not going to die or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to be all right. And, and, and that goes with anything, you know, yeah. that goes with anything, but, um, I think what they've done here and what they're doing is absolutely tremendous. I think Cook is just absolutely phenomenal, you know, so yeah, one of the best of all time. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, yeah. But uh, maybe I'm bearing the lead a little bit because obviously there's a lot. Uh, got one of the best quarterbacks of Husker uh, all time in the room, and there's uh, quite a bit of a, of <laughs> yeah. a development uh, yeah. this last week in the yes. Husker quarterback room. Man, I'm just trying to come up for air. I mean, I can't wait for 2023 <laughs> to be over. I just came out of a huge uh, realtor meeting um billion dollar meeting with what's going on in that industry mm -hmm. with commissions and the big billion dollar lawsuit against brokers firms. We just left that on how we're going to go forward now with how realtors and are compensated on the buying side and the listing side, you know, so that that's a huge thing. So, you know, and I, I, I'm 50, I'm, I will be 57 years old. I've been in real estate for almost 30 years and I've seen a lot of change and, and the older I get, the tougher change becomes, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's just the way it is. You have to adapt and everything. And it's all really good stuff. You know, so I'm dealing with that. And then, you know, you got all this stuff on the media with the trans portal and all that stuff that's going on. You know, so it's just, it's just, it, there's just a lot uh, just to keep up with and, um, you know, and dealing with the change and, and everything. So it's just, and I'm just trying to keep my head above water. And then I got a parade home I'm building right now. Yeah, you know, a lot and, to do. And it's, it's, it's weird, man. Like I got one project right now. And it's like I'm micromanaging because I'm, I'm there all the time, like way too much, right? When I have five or six or seven projects going, I'm just in and out. You know, mm. so I've had more time to digest oh, yeah. up and come up with ideas and do all this kind of stuff. It makes it more complicated, you know? So, you know, anyway, so yeah, it's, it's just been, it's just been, it's been that type of year and um, just trying to, just trying to bunker down and get through it. You're not as 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 I know you. You're not a man that really gets a uh, to a uh, break too often, right? I mean, it's it's, <laughs> well, it's probably not uncommon for you to feel pretty busy here. Yeah, you know, it's weird. I I I have breaks, right? And I have to pinch myself because I golf so much, right? So in the summer, I'm golfing three to four times a week, you know, and that's that's four hours, right? Yeah. And a lot of times, I'm sitting around in the winter, like I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm like, what would I be doing? Oh, I would normally be golfing. Yeah. You know, my, my business and my industry is different, you know, because, you know, most, most of the time buyers and sellers are working from eight to five. So we have that. My downtime is from 12 to five, really. Mm -hmm. But I've taken on this new role as a general contractor the last four or five years. And, you know, so that's been a little different for me. Um, I'm still listing and selling. But uh, so I go to my job sites in the morning, but then I'm done within a couple of hours, you know, after I make my rounds and I, I, and I go back after golf and all that kind of stuff. So. I'm working differently, you know, and, uh, but I went with real estate, you're going and going and going. And then in the winter months, you slow down, you know, November, December, January, February, just because of the, the weather, the conditions and all that kind of stuff. And it, it relates back to football. You know, when I was playing football, I call it the off season because during the season in Canada, you know, from, 
from June to November, you're going, going, and going on an emotional roller coaster week after week after week. And then once the off season hit, you're just there. You know, so you got December, January, February, March, April, May, until I, I went to camp like in June, in July, you know, so so I'm used to that. Um, and then also no income coming for six months. You yeah. know, I'm used to all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, but I love my schedule. You know, I, I kind of write my own rules and that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, when you're getting older and you're, you're doing things differently, it's just it's just a different thing of time management. Did so, you have, I know some athletes do yeah. have a, a like an adjustment once you're you know, oh. post playing career when you decide to hang up the cleats was it hard i was fortunate i mean and that's what my life has really been really fortunate because i retired on my own on my own terms i could have played winnipeg called me and offered me another two and an option three-year contract so i would have played like 12 years and i never forget that i was standing in my kitchen um watching my kid in the pool and and i got a call from winnipeg wanted to sign me if i would have known winnipeg was only 12 hours away i may have played because when I played in Edmonton and Calgary and Ottawa, it was like a 24-hour deal, right? Mm. Anyway, so I and I had I had gotten my real estate license two or three years prior to that. And so um, I knew I was going to go into real estate. So it made it a lot easier for me to retire. Yeah. So I went right from playing football, being done, going right into real estate. So I was done in November, which is you know, great cup season's over with. Then I was back here selling real estate full time. And I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed it very much. And that was great. one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. But uh, so me, the transition was a lot easier. I hear I hear my daughters go through things now, some of them. And then I hear people, former football players, used to come up and ask me, well, how did you make that transition? You know, for me, it was relatively easy. And then also, being down with college football, I was lucky enough to go play afterwards. So, yeah. You know, I didn't have to worry about not, no, there is no more, um, no spring football. What are you going to do? Like I was being heavily recruited. I went to all the, I went to a few senior, senior games, you know, that kind of stuff. Scouts was calling me, teams were after me, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I was still active. So I had something to go to right after we were done with the Orange Bowl. My life and career didn't end. So for me, it was an easier transition. I didn't realize that until I talked to people that were done with college and they got, you may have been this. You may, they have that two to three to four or five year window. Like, what do I do? Yeah. You know, because you're, you're on a schedule pretty much all your life for 18, 19 years when you're playing football or any other sport. Then all of a sudden, boom, it comes to a halt. You know, so I can relate to that. And a lot of players have a hard time adjusting to that. And I get it, right? And you're no longer in the public eye. No one's patting you on the back, you know. Yeah. And you see it on TV, guys signing new contracts and guys going on with their career. It's a, and we don't talk about this, and, and that's why mental health is so important. It's definitely adjustment. I mean, it's it's a very tough thing to go through uh, when you have those incredible highs, and all of a sudden they come to an uh, abrupt stop. You know, so I'm I'm empathetic for players and athletes are in that position, and then I also appreciate that I have I have somewhere to go, and uh, it's 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 a serious serious deal. And then when you're done with pro football, what do you do with your life? Yeah. You know, you've been doing this all your life unless you've saved enough money and all that kind of stuff. But still, people just like that. They like that rush. They like that competitiveness. And all of a sudden, you're done. And they're talking about the next guy. Yeah. <laughs> they're always talking about the next guy, the next guy. And then they evaluate your career, how you did. You're constantly rated, blah, blah, blah. You know, so there's a lot to deal with mentally. Is there Was there enough uh, competitiveness in, you know, what you kind of went into um, being a real estate agent? Is that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous, I man. imagine that's a competitive world. Yeah, that, I, was that kind of helpful too, uh, in a way? I, no, it, no, not really. I mean, <laughs> I never forget this, like, because I was going through, when I signed with Home Real Estate when I was done, I never forget this. We had like a two or three week training program 
And this realtor, Terry Buchanan, who was a stay-at-home mom, her, her husband actually owned a bunch of radio stations. Mm. She came up to me right after the meeting and said, I'm going to beat you out for newcomer of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, this 45-year-old mom, right? Yeah. Said, I'm going to beat you out for newcomer of the year with real estate. And I was like, are you serious? I thought I was done with this. I'm like, I'm not competing with you, Terry. No, yeah. I'm going to do what I do. A little different type of competition. Yeah, no. They're, they're, and we have all these awards and and, and production things. And I, so I, when I was done with football, I was done competing in that. I'm, I'm still competitive. Don't misunderstand me. But with me, it was all about the quality of life and how I wanted to run my business. So I wasn't – I had enough awards. <laughs> I mean, really, right, I, had enough, yeah. I had enough awards. I always think about Oprah Winfrey said, the bigger house you build, the more shelves you build, you got to have stuff to put on them. You know? <laughs> and yeah. so I, I, I'm complete. I have enough. I have enough that I'm, I think I'm happy with. I always want more, but but I have enough. So anyway – um. But yeah, they're ultra competitive. And even when you're dealing with realtors and in a normal transaction, they naturally want to be competitive against me. And I'm not that way. Yeah. It's weird, right? So, but but I do have a I'm driven. You know, I want to be successful in whatever I do and want to do a good job and stuff. So I, I have that, but it's more so the quality of life that I try to go for. Yeah. But you gotta make enough to, to golf and do what you want to do. <laughs> and right. raise a family and put kids through college and stuff. Yeah. yeah. There you go. This is uh wrapping with Rico and All American quarterback Steve Taylor. I'm Jake Bachman in for Rico. Uh just kind of catching up on, on, on what kind of Steve's <laughs> transition was there from his post playing yeah. career. Uh but uh, we do we're up against this, so we better take a break. When we come back, we'll jump into again the quarterback week that was and maybe week that's ahead uh for Nebraska. What some of this could stuff could mean uh from one of the best quarterbacks to ever put the pads on here at Nebraska. Steve Taylor coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket.